Good evening and welcome to another episode of A Couple With. I hope you've got your brews. I have a sleepy time tea to help me ease off tonight. Um, but uh, we're here to discuss people's stories from mental health to mindset and everything in between. And this evening I have a guest if she'd like to introduce herself. Hi everyone, my name is Ashley Collins. I am a vlogger, YouTuber, content creator, artist, all that fun stuff. Call me something, I'll probably answer. I'm an athlete. If you want me to be, I'll do it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what's your what's your story? So, um, I started creating content unintentionally, not even on purpose. Um, I had experienced a very bad breakup, and I know that I know I understand the importance of journaling. Yeah. And I got that, but I didn't feel like writing. Okay. Fair <laughs> I enough. Was being completely lazy, I did not feel like writing it down. So I would pick up my phone every day and just check in with myself to see how I was doing. And it was just totally just like super basic. Hey Ashley, it was all all first person. Hey Ashley to Ashley, this is past Ashley. We're having a bad day today because this happened. We're having a good day today because this happened, and it was all third per- first person. And um, I uploaded it to YouTube because I had run out of space with my phone. Yeah. And for some reason, I did not want to delete the videos. Okay. I don't know. I just didn't want to delete them, but I just I kept them and I uploaded them to YouTube. And I accidentally made one of them public, and um, people really resonated with it. And I was like, why don't I just keep going with this because it's making me feel really good. So, yeah. <laughs> so, how did it get to that point where you was felt like recording yourself? Because to see yourself is making yourself accountable to yourself. So, how did it get to that point? Um, it's so funny that you say that. Because one of my videos, um, and I can't, I can't upload it. Because it won't upload it. I still, I still have it on my phone. Mm. But I was like sobbing, crying a mess. I was like throwing up. And I was like, you need to see yourself right now. You need to see like this version of yourself so you don't go back here again. Yeah. And I think that's what it clicked for me. Like this is just a reminder that this is what it's actually like to be sad. This is actually what it's like to be depressed. So like whatever you're going through right now, actually present tense is nothing compared to what you went, what, what we went through before. So it's very humbling a lot. It's extremely humbling. I can imagine. I mean, I think I've... I did the same relatively myself, funny enough, not long after a breakup. Um, so I can completely resonate with that. Like, you, you sometimes you have to see yourself at your worst to be able yeah. to know that you're never going to go back to that point. Yeah. So how have yeah. you found the... the the path to discovery since um it's been very <laughs> it's been very eye-opening for one thing that i've realized lately is that i've been getting agitated a lot less frequently okay and i didn't i've never been a very angry person i've always been kind of positive ish mm. um, i'm still that normal person like who likes to gossip and who would you know, like that kind of person, but um, I never noticed how quickly I got triggered until yeah. I realized that this is not a huge issue. 
this is small, this is minute on the, the grand scale of things. So it's definitely helped a lot of my agitation. Um, I think it's definitely a thousand percent helped me be a lot more kind to strangers. Okay. Strangers in particularly because um, I think that how we treat people matters so much on their day to day. And I, I use this and I've been using this analogy a lot this year and I know it's only January. Um, but I'm going to use this a lot in 2019. So, <laughs> cause I want to make it kind of like a thing where okay. if I'm, if I'm rude to you and you get in your car and you get in a car accident, I think that's my fault. So you're going down the path of responsibility. Yeah, definitely. I can understand that one. I think once you take the responsibility, you take the power. Even if it's, even if it's not your fault, if you take some responsibility for whatever. Because, I mean, I watch people like Gary Vee and all them lot, and they say the same thing: is once you take responsibility, you take the power. Because I always think, even if the situation wasn't my fault, I was still in that situation. So uh-huh. I have to uh-huh. I have to take responsibility for that for the fact that I was still there in a situation that if I took a couple of steps back or stopped myself when I doubted myself or doubted the situation I wouldn't have been in that situation so I take that responsibility onto myself. Mhm. So I I Definitely. completely understand that. Again, responsibility to want to take ownership of responsibility in any given situation. Um, does that come from anything? <laughs> That's so funny that you say that because I feel so stuck today. Today in particular, mm. I don't know. I just have this huge, huge block of I don't know what to say. I don't know what to talk about. I feel like I'm irrelevant. So I was writing down one of my very few times when I write down in my journal and I wrote down how has everything everything that's happened in my life mm. from now up until grade school how's everything my fault mm. and i'm trying to work my way backwards from this year up until grade school of how should i have taken responsibility how could i have been more brave how could i have been more compassionate that way and not and not i i feel like when i say that people are like Oh, you're being pessimistic. You're being hard on yourself. No. I am very hard on myself. That's very true. I am. No, it's, I am very hard on no, myself. To me, it sounds like you're looking for patterns. When people, wow. when people go back on stuff, and look at stuff over a long period of time, the longitude of a certain situation, they are generally looking for a pattern or a habit they are trying to change. It's like if, wow. if you look at anything for a long enough time. And everything has a pattern. So I know I did this myself where I took um, a period of time what was from now until very much like yourself that was horrendous. About seven years ago was a very bad time for me. Um, and I took full ownership of that because it was my decision. Um, from now until, from then until now, what were the patterns? Everything in life has a pattern right down to the grabbers in a in a, an amusement park. You know, those toy grabbers that grab, like, soft toys and stuff. They all have patterns. Life has patterns. And when you look back over a certain amount of time, most people are looking for the pattern. What is the thing that I keep... Because the common denominator is yourself. 
you've got to think if, if the pattern keeps happening the common denominator is you so if that's the case what is it this pattern if i'm the common denominator what is the pattern that i keep repeating and how do i slightly change that because one small change could change that entire pattern completely and that's my well be all what it takes is that small the pattern itself is fine but there's a small like most of it like 90 percent of it's fine but you get into the end result of that pattern and it's just not working out for you so that 10 percent could just need a tweak or a stop completely and it's like self we'll take self-sabotage for an for example self-sabotage means you've got to a good point and then you've stopped yourself so yeah yeah the, yeah the pattern is you've got to a good point and then stopped yourself so actually a lot of self-sabotage has something good in it because you've got to a good point you can't self-sabotage something that's not working because you'll let that carry on so it means you've shown progress and then you've stopped yourself so that you only need to take the 10% away to carry on with your progress. So if you see a pattern and you just take a certain part away from it, you could actually change the entire course of whatever you're doing. Wow. Yo. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> I need like a minute... I need 10 minute doses of you every day at first of my life. <laughs> well, you, you can have a Lynn pill. It's good. <laughs> oh my God, I, would so, I would so buy that. Like if I was a short pig, I'd be like, can you invest in this, please? <laughs> no, but I agree. I've, the one thing I've noticed that in everything in life is that's why I love patterns. I love patterns. I notice them straight away. Um, it started from maths. Maths has a lot of patterns in, and then it just spread out. So uh -huh. if you're looking, if you're specifically looking for, uh, you've kind of gone this chunk of time that I'm looking at. You're looking uh -huh. for patterns within your habits, or I would kind uh -huh. suggest that you'd be looking for patterns within your habits. Because if you're taking responsibility for something, you uh -huh. want to see what where where the bits where you think you either went wrong or you could have changed but if it's you'll not probably notice it's the same thing or relatively yeah. the same situation that's your pattern wow and it's so funny that you say that because um i used to be a huge party girl and like if, if, we, if people were going out if there's like a thing like i'd always be there mm. and um at my job my coworkers had invited me out, and I so badly wanted to go. I wanted to go so badly, and I was like, "This is a habit that sent you down a very dark path. Mm. Don't do that." Yeah. And so I said no, and I felt extremely guilty. I felt really bad, but I'm glad that I said no in a very weird way. I I feel like. I kind of feel awkward on my coworkers now, like, like maybe they think I'm too good for them, like I'm too prude for them, but like on the other side, I kind of don't care, if that makes sense. No, I get you, I get you completely. I think this another thing is, FOMO's a real thing, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
FOMO, like, I can quite happily say up until about a year or two ago, FOMO was strong within me. Like, the fear of missing out was just like a dog tag, our war. Because I was forever like, oh, what are they doing? What if I miss out on this? What if I miss out on that? And then I was like, yeah. it's exhausting. Like, trying to keep up with everybody it else. Is. It is. With the fear of, because you're scared of missing out on something, you're always going to miss out on something. Because as soon as you make a decision to do one thing, you're going to miss out on the other thing that's happening over there. So mm-hmm. you can't fear what you never what you never chose because you don't know how it's going to work out. Exactly. So, but for mum, that gets you doing some... I'm preaching on this one, but, man, it makes you do some daft shit. (laughs) It does. It proper makes you do some daft shit. And I I can honestly say, like, once you get past that and you, like you say, you got to the point where you're like, actually, you know what? I don't give a fuck. It's like, there you go. You kind of evolved yourself onto the next level of, well, that's it. Well, you still have a social life, though, right? Like, how do you manage manage it not much of one i'll be honest (laughs) (laughs) but it's more it's more because my priorities have changed i don't when i socialize with my friends i want to spend time with them i don't want to go out to a club or or a bar or something and i'm having to go what 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 because it's so loud and i want to once you want that deep connection my circle got mm-hmm. really small really quickly and i wow. thought i was just like but the people that i connect with now are worth i lost loads of people but the circle of five or six people that i have i wouldn't swap them for anything because mm. i might not see them for a couple of weeks but when i see them that's it that we we just literally were in on each other. I have a friend who lives like a hundred miles away from me. And mm. when we see each other, I mean, we realised that we hadn't even took a picture of each other, like of us together in eight years. Wow. But because when we're with each other and it's our time, nothing exists. Like our phone, unless there's an emergency, our phones are away. We don't, we don't touch them. Because that connection uh-huh. is more important. And uh-huh. that's when you know you've kind of gone on to... I always feel that's when you know when you go on to the next level. Because your circle goes small like that. But it the, does. And it's so crazy. It's so nuts how small yeah. the circle gets. Because it's like... I used to have loads of friends. And then like now I'm left with like two. And I'm like, wait. All of you are bad for me? <laughs> oh, that, hell yeah. Gonna, that's not a reflection of them like it's not saying that they're a bad person but it's like oh no 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 somewhere you can admit it some were bad people that's absolutely fine to admit (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true that's true but it's like and I'll still see like I have a lot of them still as my Facebook friends and I'll see them like they're posted I'm like oh god I was absorbing this for years and like no wonder I got sick yep no wonder I was like I felt not only physically ill but like mentally ill. Yeah. Because it's like I was just like I was just taking it in, you know. Yep. I, yeah, I completely agree. It's what you are, what you're around, because you're feeding mm-hmm. on it. And if you're feeding on, like I, I had a person in my life who was constantly negative, 
And when I was uh-huh. trying to break free of that whole... Because I used to be a very, very negative person. And when I was trying to break uh-huh. free of that negative thinking, oh boy, did they try and bring me back down. And I was just like, no, uh-huh. I'm not being part of this. And eventually we parted ways because you can't have that. If you're... You outgrow people. Some people are supposed to be in your life forever. Some people are supposed to be in your life to teach you a lesson. And some people are just meant to be in your life for a certain amount of time. Well, um... So with that person in particular, like, was there a discussion or was there, like, a... How did you, like, cut them off? I hate that phrase, cut them off. It's kind of, it's like, it's like we're drug dealers. I don't like that phrase. Outgrow them. I like the, <laughs> I like the term outgrow. Because, like, you do. Okay, you kind okay, of... Okay, I, I like that. <laughs> I like that better. Okay. Outgrow. It's more like... I voice my opinions, they voice theirs. We show, mm-hmm. actions should who backs up what. And if they mm-hmm. don't align, not that, but if I'm leaving you feeling completely drained or feeling yeah. undervalued or like my, my presence there was just so you weren't bored on your own, I can't be around that because it drains me. I like yeah. positive energy. I like ways we can grow together. I will be your biggest cheerleader. If you ever want to do something, I'll be like, let's do this. I'll find you ways. I'll, we can do this. Yeah. But if the only thing that you have any energy over is how to get your own back on somebody and stuff like that, I, I can't be part of that. And once mm-hmm. I accepted that I couldn't be part of that, that's when we parted ways. Because I was just like you've got to do your thing and I respect that but I have to respect my my way of how I am and we don't gel so I wish you luck and I, I never I never wish anything harmful on them or anything like that it's it's not me like we just weren't supposed to be around each other you were supposed to be in my life to teach me a lesson yeah and it took me a couple of times to learn that lesson I'm not gonna lie but you were there to teach me a lesson and once I learned that lesson was I can't have this negativity in my life. You have now set the bar. I had it set for relationships and now I've had it set for friendships. I can never go below that bar. Yeah, wow. Wow, I never even thought about setting standards for friendships. I never even considered that. Mm-hmm. You have to. You most people let friendships in closer than they do relationships. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I had one friend, and we would talk more like more like she would talk, and I would listen, <laughs> which I didn't mind. I didn't. No, no, I, I'm lying. I did mind. I did mind. Yeah, be I honest. <laughs> and like every time I was having a problem, she'd be like, "You're being stupid." I'd be like, "Yeah, you're right. I'm being stupid." Which like. Which, whenever I call myself stupid, I'm like, I'm not stupid. Like, that's someone else like telling me that I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. But um, but one day, she, like, she completely exploded on me. She was like, let me tell you about yourself. Let me tell you everything that's doing wrong with your life. And I was like, why am I taking this? <laughs> why am I accepting this? And I just never replied to her. Yeah. I never replied to her. She, she's, re- she's reached out to me a couple of times, and I'm like... I haven't responded to her because I'm like, there's nothing to say. And yeah. that's, that's another thing. Like, 
I don't know. I just don't. I don't feel like after a certain age, you have to start being responsible for how you treat other people. You shouldn't. You can't ask people to to like to like coddle you and baby you the whole way. Oh yeah. You know. Oh, like yeah. there's nothing like wrong with you mentally, physically. You should know how was. <laughs> you should you should know that if you were shitty, crappy, shitty. Can I curse? Oh, you. Go- I, I said fuck earlier, so yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you should know, like, if you should know that, okay. Because I think a lot of people think to themselves, if someone talks to me that way, I'm not gonna take it personally. But that's how you were raised, mm. you know. That 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 that's how that's how that's how your foundation. That's not someone else's. Yeah. You know. So that's that's where the whole like what's that phrase? Um, treat people how you want to be treated. That's what I'm always so iffy with that because it's like <laughs> some people love to get random hugs. I don't yeah. like random hugs. Don't randomly touch me. Like I don't like that at all. So yeah. like if you might you might like random hugs, but I don't. So yep. don't do that. I know? gotta trust you before you can come in my space. I don't like this. Yes. 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 <laughs> Yep, yep. Because it's uh, I I I I totally agree with you. Like, it's all right. I think you've got to treat everybody on the same level, as in like mm-hmm. I'm no better than you. You're no better than me. But mm-hmm. how everybody comes at something is very different. So as long as you come with a, a level of kindness and understanding, then mm-hmm. and that everybody's the same, it's then for them to reveal themselves to how you should be around them. So I always think that if you come at it completely level, completely neutral, and just bring yourself, you mm-hmm. and a confidence within who you are, then they already know how to treat you, and then it's then for them to show themselves, because you've gone, right, this is, this is how I'm going to be, this is what I'll accept, this is what I won't accept. Not because yeah. I'm having a go, not because I feel I'm better than you, but just simply that these are my standards, and I want you to respect me for these standards. I will do the yes. same for your for your standards and what you have, but you have to at first show me what your standards are. It's like having that mm-hmm. verbal conversation. Like for me, I am very much a woman of my word. If I say to you, I could promise to meet you in six months' time at eleven p.m. And I could guarantee you without hesitation, I would never need to speak to you again until that point. I would meet you at that point because mm-hmm. it matters to me that I get to that point. It matters to me. If I say I'm going to do it, it's very rare I go back on it unless there's an actual emergency or something like that. And mm-hmm. it's got to the point that people know me for that. So if I say I'm going to hit a girl and I mean, I fucking mean it, I'm going for it. If I say I'll meet you, <laughs> I will meet you because I need people to understand that I'm not just voicing I am a woman of my word. I yeah. am giving the actions. So when people come to me, they go, oh, yeah, that's her standards. I respect that standards. So that I don't need to, even if I said, I, even if I didn't say it, you knew who I was. And I would mm-hmm. do the same to that person as well. If they was to go, right. I need a bit more support than most people, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, that's cool. That's your standards, and I fully accept them, and I respect them. As long as you respect mine, I will always respect yours. And I think mm-hmm. as you get older and you get to know what your standards are, what you will accept, what you won't accept, 
it's only then can you start taking responsibility to be yourself and be kind to others and understand each other yeah true 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 so what do you like to do for fun <laughs> me uh, for me I, uh, I like to learn I am mm-hmm. one of these nerds that likes to learn I am um, I never realized how much until I looked at my YouTube history. <laughs> What's something that's like completely random on your YouTube history that you researched? You go first because I have mine next. <laughs> oh, all right then. Oh, this this is a quite, this is a nice little interesting to who you are as well. <laughs> yeah. For me, I found a quote that I really liked, and out of curiosity, because it had the woman who said the quote. Um, mm. underneath it and I'd never heard of the name and I was like I wonder how much of this is bullshit so I literally googled and then youtubed her just to find uh-huh. out and apparently she was quite a wise woman who was very much an advocate for helping the strong as much as the weak and I was like oh that was interesting so yes that's the most random thing and it's like uh, it's one of those that you would never think of ever like, you'd see the name at the bottom of something and you'd be like, oh, all right, that's who it is and that's the end of it. Oh, have we cut? Ashley, you there? Oh, there Sorry. It's all right. I, no, I apologize. I think that was my phone. I apologize. Okay, but keep <laughs> going. Are we, still, are we still recording? Yeah. We're still going. Okay. Um, so okay. basically, yes, it's I YouTubed a random quote to find out if it was true, and it turned out YouTube and Googled because you know you got to have one to back up the other. I don't just take one piece yeah. of inter- <laughs> piece of information. But yeah, that's, I found that interesting. What about you? Um, my most random one would have to be today. Okay. Today I looked up. Oh my god, I can't believe it was that loud. Go on then. Go on. <laughs> So, so the, the title sounds weird. There's a reason. So I'm really big on how we came to be the way that we are. Because I really think that, and I thank my high school teacher. I can't think of her name. Miss Noel. I want to call her Miss Noel. Mm. But um, she said that if you want an answer to something, look at history. So I really firmly believe, like, there's a reason that, like, and it's not social media's fault. And I think everyone wants to blame social media, but it's not, mm-hmm. you know, they're just highlighting it. So, um, I looked up today, do aliens exist? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like space aliens. <laughs> oh, I and yeah. <laughs> and there's a scientist saying that earth is, and I forgive anyone that like already knows this. They're probably like, this is common sense, actually. <laughs> but like, this was new to me, but like earth is not. Earth was here before humans were here. Oh, yeah. But also there were things, beings, beings on Earth, but they were single-cell organisms, yeah. you know? And I'm sure this is going to piss off anyone who's extremely religious, but um, we we evolved from those single-cell organisms. Yeah. So, so I've just been fascinated with, like, how those organisms began to evolve and how the animals came to evolve because like if, if even if you look in the ocean there's some weird things in the ocean oh yeah there's some things we don't know in the ocean you know and 
and yeah, so I'm really, I'm really into that. <laughs> you have got a probably thing. in the wrong field. I probably should have been a scientist. <laughs> no, well, what I took from that is you're looking for more patterns. Oh my god, I guess I am. You're looking for yeah. more, you're looking for more patterns. Because my first thought was, are you looking biologically or um, emotionally? Because the way you addressed well, it, the thing is, is I understand the emotional one and history because I actually started looking into it myself when I started looking at um, like the Holocaust and mm-hmm. um, how can such bad things happen and then go to a certain point, then stop. Because you're like... You've got to think all these bad things get to a point where, especially in the Holocaust, millions of people died. And uh-huh. then it's like the bad got so far that good came in and went, ah, 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 we're not having this. And if you look yeah. at our history, humans' history, we do this a fuck turn. We'll come in, destroy stuff, and then... Uh-huh. like. Bad people destroy stuff, and then good comes along. Goes, you took it too far. Either yeah. Mother Nature yeah. steps in, or people's kindness steps in, and goes, "No, we're going too far with this." Now it always mm-hmm. takes it to the extreme level. Like I've noticed, mm-hmm. the, the the counterparts of it is always to the extreme level. But it's one of those where, when something goes too far. I like to think of it as in myself. If I have too much crap food, I crave fruit and veg. But I have to go yeah. to an extreme before I'll start craving fruit and veg. It's like, internally, we know how to balance ourselves. So externally, mm-hmm. we start balancing ourselves. But we have to be pushed to a point where we go, no, that's out of order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's out of order. Yeah, and I'm scared. I'm scared because I know what's coming. Mm. I'm scared for that point when we're like, okay, this is too far. I'm I'm, I'm worried what that point's going to be because we haven't reached it yet. We're, we're tiptoeing on it. We're tiptoeing on the the cusp of it. I think. Yeah. We are seeing patterns within every culture, every nation, where we are on the mm-hmm. verge of. Yes, things are still in a in a way a lot better than they were, but they're. Also, I think the balance between, because good and, and bad are conceptual are conceptions where what one person thinks is good, could another person could think is bad. But it's one of those mm-hmm. where when, the, when an entire nation can come to the agreement that this is like, you, you can't step to anybody who agrees that the Holocaust was a good thing. It's a collective yeah. agreement that that was horrendous. When yeah. we get to the point where the collective nations go, you know what, this is really fucking bad. That's when mm-hmm. good comes in. But it's the only time, like, any time you look at anything bad, it's like you can take for a when slavery ended. It took mm-hmm. a full load of people, a full collection of people to go, this is fucking bad. Why yeah. are we continuing yeah. it on? And it out like the good outweighed the bad. There's still bad. There was still shitty shit going on, and still is to this fucking day, which pisses me the fuck off. But mm-hmm. there was enough good to come in and go. We need to sort something out. We we need to start saving lives. And mm-hmm. I think 
once we we don't stop it until we can internalize it yeah because we're when we've took too much crap the goods gotta come in and go we're gonna balance this shit out even if we can't stop it we're gonna give some sort of balance to it mm. and that's the pattern that continuously you can look at anything from wars to to let's say the holocaust to slavery to anything ways the good yeah it might not stop it because essentially we are still even though we have collective behavior we are still individuals and mm-hmm. i think we're never going to stop it completely but if we all agree that something is too bad then we stop it and i think within our within our nations within the western world I think that the bad is collecting too much that the good is getting pissed off. But yeah. But the thing is, is <laughs> they're not the good is not just getting pissed off with the right. The good is getting pissed off with the left too. Oh yeah. Girl, girl. I I think if you take an extreme no matter if it's good or bad, if you take an extreme, it's never going to work out. People it's think not, if you go not. too far good, oh, it's good, it's good, it's good. It's like, actually, no, you need a little bit of balance here. The whole reason mm-hmm. why government works is that, or any governing body, whether it be yourself and how you work day by day, or how a nation works is you need your left and you need your right. You need your order and you need your freedom. And with together, they can work shit out. You can't have mm-hmm. one without the other. Uh, you mm-hmm. need It's like a heart. You need your left and the right side of it. You mm-hmm. can't work with half a heart. So, And that's the problem. People don't want to work together. It's either like, it's either you do it my way or we don't do it at all. And that's, that's where the confusion is coming in. And I think that's where people like us have the power to change stuff. Like, we are individuals, but as we come together as a community, we are a collective. Mm-hmm. So, and we can create collective behaviour. And enough behind us that goes, you know what, extreme right is bad, but so is fucking extreme left. Let's sort this crap out. Like, yeah. Enough people go, well, that's not good. Well, neither is that. Let's sort something out in between. That in between group is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and i think they might not all agree on the same stuff and they might have the bits in between but Mm -hmm. when enough of them go this shit's out of order that's when things change and i've been watching a lot of videos on like interviews of like people who are extreme left and extreme right and they don't all all agree with each other Then, then, and I think that's that's the misconception that we think that like you we think that we all think the same, but it's like it's we don't we don't have to, and that's okay. Yeah, you know, like I, <laughs> like I say, we are a, together. We are a, we do collective behaviors, but we are an individual. Mm-hmm. So if we're an individual on a day to day basis, then we're going to have individual thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to think the same way you are. And there's a whole psychological uh, behavior behind it of me and you could see the exact same occurrence. Say, mm-hmm. say we went to see a film. 
we would we both went to see the film we we both saw it from beginning middle to end and we both walked out at the exact same time your experience of it will be completely different to mine and and people forget this your point of view even though you were sat next to me would have been a slight angle off so you are never experienced something exactly the same oh wow i never thought about that wow you could be sat bang next to me, but you're still going to be like 10 degrees to the right. So you're still not going to literally... Oh, God, I'm throwing my glasses now. You're still literally not going <laughs> to... You're not going to see from the same angle. Mm-hmm. So even you might see a few more pixels than I do, and it sharpened the picture, and you like that more. Or, you know, I could have been bang on, so I saw the full glare, or something like that. Or I, mm-hmm. I was in the middle, so I saw got the full effect of everything. So even that's something that we did. Um, sorry, go ahead. It, as I was just gonna say, like basically, no matter how much you are, even if you were stood on my head, so you could actually see bang on like the same view, you're above me, so your angle is still different. Uh huh. So it's always true, different. True. I was gonna say, um, when I was when I was acting on the stage. And that was a big thing. Like we had to play to the audience because, like, not everyone couldn't see us. And at some point, there can be our back to meet to the audience at some point, which is like a huge like rule that you never do that. You never have your back to the audience, but sometimes you have to. Yeah. And sometimes having your back to the audience is the most powerful move that you can make if if it's intentional. Mm. And I think that a lot of what's happening is is intentional. Mm. But. Oh, I, there's a there's a there's a lot to it. I, to be honest, I could talk about it all day. <laughs> uh, so, oh, we're coming to the end now. This has actually been a very really nice conversation, and and nobody's thought oh, to yeah. ask me a question. So you're the first. Uh, no, I said you're the second. You're the second. But yes, it's been um, it's definitely been a pleasure. It always is. It always is, y'all. <laughs> so before I get to ask you my final question that I, I surprise everybody with um how can people find you oh yeah so um i have all the major social media platforms you can add me on youtube my youtube channel is the uh the breakup diary um i'm on instagram and on twitter my handle is the aunt of dragons you can add me on facebook Ashley Collins. It may take me a couple weeks to add you, but I will add you back. <laughs> but I, or you can add me on Snapchat. I need to put them on my Snapchat more because, like, I feel like I'm really funny on my Snapchat. So uh, <laughs> my Snapchat is here for the wine. The is D A wine. Don't judge me. It won't let me take change my handle. Handle. <laughs> um. So yeah, people check her out. She's awesome, and she's always got very wise words to say, especially on Twitter. So, um, coming to the, the, the end question, as I say, so you meet a person who is about to go through everything in your life that you've been through. They're going to go through your ups, your downs, your highs, your lows. They're going to go through it all. You're not allowed to tell them a goddamn thing. Uh All you can do is give them three pieces of advice to get them through it. What would you say? Mm-hmm. Breathe. 
smile. It's okay to say no. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. I, I always love that question because it gives... It, it gives people a, a chance to go, whoa, what, how do I condense all this information down into three bits of advice? <laughs> I think the saying no, say no is one thing that people forget they can do or feel like they shouldn't do. And yeah. Sometimes, uh, sometimes it feels liberating to just go, you know what? No. It does. It does. And, like, and, that's, and that's a pattern that I see a lot with with the whole Me Too movement or people that take shitty jobs or people who, who go to college and they regret it and people are always as they always ask, why didn't you say no? And I, I'm still trying to figure out why don't we just say no? Other than the fear of violence. Other than that. Other than that. But like, if there's no threat of violence, what psychological reason, what kind of insecurity, what some, something that happened in our childhood that made us feel like we couldn't say no? So I'm still trying to figure that out, but I, I'm still practicing my no. I'm still practicing it every single day. <laughs> my personal opinion is, essentially, as humans, we don't wanna we don't wanna upset the balance. We don't wanna upset people. We essentially mm-hmm. we are we see each other as good and that we want to do good, and we just wanna please. Yeah. We just wanna make people happy. And sometimes mm-hmm. we do it at the expense of ourselves. Wow. You need, like... <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, knock open down or anything like that. But, like, if she wants to take a break, I think you should take over for her. <laughs> the funny... Do you know what? You know what? I've actually... I'll, I'll say this openly on this. I've actually been feeling like I have not been given any value just lately, and shut up. <laughs> Honestly, no, no, don't shut. No, don't, don't shut. Don't shut. Sorry, that's an American thing. That's an American thing. No, sorry. that's alright. Sorry, fine. don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> don't shut up. Sorry. But it's, it's, I honestly, I've been feeling like just lately, I have not been given any value, and it's people like you and other people that I've met that I've been like that have given me that boost that have kind of gone like even if you're not feeling it just continue on so yeah i'm gonna say thank you to you because you've re- you have actually really helped me the last week or so just to get through some stuff so a thank you to you as well thank you uh on that note oh you, you can't see these people but we're both grinning like cheshire cats at the moment <laughs> 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 But um, thank you again, Ashley, for being on. And uh, to everybody else, good day, good brew.